Welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast. I'm Wham James, whether I like it or not, but I am not hosting this month. No, the authors that I interviewed in October are going to be taking over the hosting duties and interviewing each other about how it's going over the course of the month. In today's episode, Tracy and Morgan are going to talk with one another about how the first day of NaNoWriMo went. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for bringing us in. (laughs) So I guess let's just like get into it. How is your nano going? Mine is going good. Okay, so I haven't written today yet. And as of recording, we're on day three. So I the first two days knocked it out of the park, doing good. Haven't done today yet. And I'll do that once I get off the call with you. But I'm kind of scared that it's like a false start. And then I'm just doing really good because it's like the first few days and then like everything's going to go to hell later. So so that's how it's going. And I was kind of thinking, too, that like I'm grateful that November started on a weekend. So on Friday, yeah, on Friday in the afternoon, I went to work. So like I had a Friday morning just to write Saturday morning to write. And then today, like, this is all I have going on, really. So once I'm done with this call, I'll have all this time to write. So I feel like. I maybe wouldn't be getting as strong of a start if it started on, say, like a Tuesday in the middle of the week or something. But so far, so good. What about you? So I actually had a rough start because Friday was a long day for me. So I teach during the day. And then Friday night, I worked at the restaurant, too. And it just ended up being a ridiculous day. I was expecting to be able to write after work, and I just didn't. And then on Saturday, I worked again. And I had some time in the afternoon. I don't think I really wrote much, though. But then today, I had a lot of time. So I got up this morning. I did two writing sprints with a friend. And I ended up writing, like, 1,800 words within those two sprints, which was really awesome. So, like, now I'm caught up on the first two days. And then I still have to do another 1,500 tonight to be, like, on track for the third day. Like, it's going okay. So at first, I was panicking. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm already behind. We're three days in. And, of course, I haven't written anything. (laughs) Because I've tried this for the last few years. And like just gave up after literally two days. Like I'm actually doing better. Um, I think this helps because I have to, like I have all these other people doing it at the same time. I know that I am scheduled to record all month about how I'm doing. So if I don't write anything, it'll be super weird. It's going to be weird. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel the same way. I've like, I'm really bad at, um, at keeping consistent habits. So like, that's why I've never done very great at finishing Nano. And so I think that, yeah, this like deciding to start a podcast about it was probably the best idea because like, because now I have to finish it. Otherwise it's going to be weird, right? Like everyone is counting on us. It feels like so. Yeah, I think that's really good. I'm really impressed with your your word count today, like because we have our group chat and you were updating us and you were like, I just sprinted for 20 minutes and I did like 800 words. I was like, holy crap. Like, that's really cool. I don't know if I can do that. I'm going to try sprints. I've never done them before, but I am I'm nervous. I don't think I can write that fast. How do you do it? Well, I'm kind of competitive, it turns out, in some ways, hopefully not like toxically, (laughs) but I didn't want, but I just didn't want to get to the end of it. And then the other person's like, oh, yeah, I've got all these words. I'm like, I wrote like four and like have to admit (laughs) that I did a really bad job. So I just like pushed away. Like it made me turn off my like not good enough filter where when Mm -hmm. I'm writing, it's like the constant editing It's just like, just get it out, put something down, get words down 
So that helped a lot. Did you have anything of quality come out of that? Or is it just like nonsense words? Like, do you think it's okay? Like, even if there's like one sentence is good out of it, I think that's good. But like, I'm just curious, how well did that work out as far as quality goes? It's okay. Like, it's not, it's completely different from when I write like short stories. Like, I think I figured some things out. I found another character that I liked who I just in the moment named Barcy, which is terrible. That's not a name. <laughs> but I couldn't get Barcelona out of my head. I so think like, Barcy is the best name ever. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It'll definitely change. It's awful. <laughs> but that's how that works. So, like, right now I'm really on the whole, like, quantity versus quality thing so one thing that Kyle talked about in his episode was like finding the stone and that's like what you're doing during nano before you can like excavate it and turn it into a statue or whatever and like my whole metaphor for that is putting the sand in the sandbox which is not my original I don't know where that came from but it's like you have to put (laughs) all the sand in the sandbox before you can build a sandcastle so I'm just like dumping like garbage bags of sand into sandbox yeah no just like as much as possible because like it's important to have a finished product rather than just like a perfect two pages that's what nano kind of taught me like way back when when I first heard about it like I used to write things and then obsess over what I had written rather than progressing and I think a lot of people run into that problem and so learning to just do it and edit it later was like a huge revelation for me and then I think later on I learned like you and I were talking about about big magic in the podcast magic lessons something that um, Liz Gilbert says in I guess both of those at least in the podcast I haven't read the book yet is that like yeah it's like better to have a finished product than to just have like a perfect one page like at least you have something that's done rather than something that's partially done so that's kind of where my head's at right now, too. I'm like, I just need to finish something. <laughs> like, and then it's it'll be okay. Like, I just got to do it, so. And you talked about your following, like, the story beats for a romance novel, right? Do you feel like that's helping you write more and get more into writing? So, yeah, so my outline is really helping me. So what I, my process right now, since I have everything outlined, is I, I sit down before I start my timer And I look at my outline of like where I got to last time. And I say, okay, I'm going to write these two pieces or start working on this piece. So I know where I'm at instead of sitting down in front of a blank screen and going like, okay, now what, you know? And so it was actually really helpful for me to actually have something telling me what to do. What I had meant to do was run my outline through those romance beats before starting. And I did not. I just never had time. So I'm hoping that it's not too messed up and that I can get it into the romance beats later because at this point I'm not going to re-outline it. So it's just going to have to be what it is. And then I'll if it ends up not being romantic, then I'll have to figure that out later. So I'm realizing that I definitely need a lot more planning done than I did. Okay, so what I'm wondering is what does your process look like like when you sit down to write or I guess since your first like two to three days have been like a little wild what do you hope your process looks like for the next 30 days how about that I had like some scenes written down I found my index cards where I wrote scene ideas down and stuff like that so that's been helping um and I've kind of been trying to write towards those but what I'm hoping to do is I started I looked up the hero's journey and looked at the steps of that so like following those story beats so I think I'm going to fill those in with scenes that I want for each of those like 12 different steps or whatever that you hit in the hero's journey and then try to write towards those yeah I mean that's like as good of a plan as any right 
so I guess more specifically what I had meant, I think, was like what um, like when you sit down for a session, like what's your like, how do you get in the zone? Like, what's your plan for that? I like don't have any ritual habit kind of thing. So I just sit down and I guess I read through what I already wrote, not to like edit it or anything, but just to get back in the mindset and then like look back through my notes I've been making. I was talking to my friend actually, and she asked me if I had a playlist that I listened to and I cannot listen to anything while I'm writing like words or no words. It's just way too distracting for me. So it's Mm got to be pretty much dead silent when I'm writing. The reason I'm asking was just because I had another revelation. Like, I just, (laughs) this is going, like, I have, I have high hopes. Like, this is going well so far, like, better than I expected. So I had a revelation, and that was that I have been sticking to a time limit and a word limit. And so this is what I usually do when I'm working on creative stuff. If I'm, like, not feeling it at all, I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to set a timer and you know if when the timer ends I'm still like I'm in a groove like I'll just keep going but if not then I will have just like at least gotten some work done so I'm setting a timer for an hour and saying I have to hit my word count Mm -hmm. in that hour and then usually what happens is I'm like in a groove by the end of the hour but I'm cutting it off right there and I'm not allowing myself to like take that energy any further because what I think is happening again I've only done this two days in a row now but what I think is happening is like if I cut off that energy like right when I'm in the middle of it like I'll be able to carry it into the next day and still be excited to pick back up where I left off so like it's hard though because like I don't normally play by the rules and so I'm trying so hard to follow all of the rules this time so the rules are do these this many words every day no more no less you know like I'm gonna sit down for an hour and do it I'm gonna follow my outline you know all this shit and I think it's going well And then as far as listening to music, like I never used to, but the first two days my wife was at home when I was writing in the morning and I didn't want to get distracted by her because one day she was working from home. So I would have to listen to like her phone calls and stuff for work and I didn't want to hear that. So I found just a playlist on Spotify of just like, I don't know, what do you call it when there's no lyrics in the music? Music with no words. (laughs) (laughs) I almost called it lyrical. Oh, instrumental. That's what it is. Yeah, lyricless. Yeah, so that's working out. But at first it was like classical music and I was like, nah, I'm going to fall asleep. So I found some like upbeat, electronic, whatever. And I just like plug into that, filter everything out and and it's going well. So I just like wanted to share that because I was excited about my like little time limits that I'm setting myself because in a way it feels like limiting myself is working out really well. So Right, because then you like leave off and you have those ideas for next time and then it's something that like an extra thing to help get you started yeah absolutely and I like what you said about when you're not feeling it setting a timer and saying it just sitting down for this amount of time to get something out and I think Elizabeth Gilbert talks about that too where it's just like every day having a time where you sit down and write and that's when you do your creative work whether you're feeling it or not because you can't just be carried by your inspiration all the time because you're never going to be inspired constantly 100% of the time and it is work so just doing the work is so important yeah yeah, yeah and that's actually I think that's where I got it from right. too like I'm not going to pretend like I invented that <laughs> <laughs> but no seriously she just like she has such a really unique way of looking at, at creativity yes. and creating art and stuff that is it's amazing. So to to anyone that's listening to this conversation, like 
you gotta look up Liz Gilbert's stuff. It's so good. Seriously. She just really changed my views on like how to create things. And I think that it has led to me being like a more productive artist, you know, and actually taking my ideas from in my head and making them a reality, at least a little better than I used to. It's good, good stuff. I like her perspective on things for sure. Well, even like earlier today when we were talking about calling ourselves authors or calling ourselves writers and like reframing that and like one huge hang-up I have is I just have such a reverence for authors I just think they're like geniuses and like that's amazing to be an author and then it feels weird to say like oh authors are like these godlike people to me and then also at the same time call myself an author where it feels like yeah you know oh I am a godlike being because I can come up with all these amazing stuff so I think that's why I always felt weird for me to like call myself an author or call myself a writer and she definitely helped with that because she kind of took it down and said you know anybody really you can put your mind to it and do this it's not something you need to hold so sacredly so yeah absolutely I love that yeah she has a way of looking at things where it's like I think she even said like take your art off of the pedestal it's not sacred but then it is at the same time and I really love that like duality of looking at it like it is so special to create stuff and make things but on the other hand it's also not like you don't have to put so much importance to it like just make things for the sake of making them and that's it and that in itself is the sacred part of creativity or something like I don't know. She does it better than I do. (laughs) Well, even in like, so I was listening to the podcast, Start With This, by the creators of Night Vale, Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner. And one thing that really stuck with me that I wrote on a post-it note and stuck it on my computer is that they talked about art being disposable. Like you have to look at your art as disposable or you're never going to start. Oh, I like that a lot. I was just going to say, like, do you have any, like, I don't know, hopes or whatever going forward, but we just hope to finish our novels, right? Like, that's the the plan. I hope I can figure out how to, like, develop characters, because one thing I realized when what I do with characters when I'm trying to write, like, longer pieces, which I've never done before, is I base them way too much on myself, and I kind of make a character like I play The Sims. So when I play Sims, this will give you a really good insight into my brain which I don't really play Sims anymore. But when I did, it was like I would make one Sim and she would just be by herself all the time and I would try to like level her up in every talent. Like she would be very musical. She'd be very charismatic, but then she would get really lonely because I didn't like having her have conversations with people. So it's just like this one person Uh and leveling them up and everything. And I feel like that's what I'm doing with my main character and like not focusing on other characters. So like trying to be able to make a bunch of different people to fill my story is kind of my goal, I guess, for this one. Yeah, I can relate to that, too, because I have, since I'm writing a romance novel, I have two main characters because that's what you have to do. And I don't, I've never really done that before. So I, I'm learning how to balance their stories by each letting them have a turn to tell it, basically. So, yeah. Oh, you know what else we should do? Do you want to share something that you wrote? Oh, gosh. Uh, let me see if I can find something. And it doesn't have to be good. I have three very bad sentences that I would like to share. <laughs> and that's like, that's it. Like, they're very bad. And so and I just want to share them because it's like, it really is just like, write it and fix it later, you know, and I wrote these things. And then I read them later. And I was like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> this so, um, okay, so here's my three bad sentences. I felt a pang in my heart as I thought about that feeling. And the next one is, I hadn't been home in nine years and I didn't think it was going to be like this. I never thought it was going to be like this. And then the final one, finding myself back in reality, I found myself coming down the escalator. 
Very good. Very. And that's those are my three bad sentences. Very redundant. <laughs> no. Just real, real repetitive, huh? Like I find myself doing that a lot too, where I'll use the same words over and over and over again. It's like you get stuck in that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just like, all right, move on. Okay. We get it. You're thinking about your feelings. Great. You're finding yourself somewhere. Awesome. (laughs) Carry on. I spell a lot of words wrong um, when I'm writing quickly, like really bad. Oh, I would do that too. That many words in 20 (laughs) minutes. Like, hell yeah, they'd be spell wrong. So I did write a whole scene about the moon. So part of my story is like, it's this big, huge, like planetarium exhibit thing, whatever. But I guess the moon, the actual moon was in the room with her just feet away within arm's reach. So that's a sentence that I wrote. (laughs) Barcy was watching Rosa, a smile on her face, but Rosa was too preoccupied to notice. There's nothing really spectacular at all. I love Barcy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if that sticks around. Uh, All right. Well, I think that's a good place for us to, (laughs) to leave it, I suppose. So until we chat again, happy writing and happy writing to all of our fellow listeners. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you, Morgan. Happy Nano. Are you an author who has met their word count for the day and just can't stop writing? Are you a non-NaNoWriMo participant and you just want to have in on some of the fun of writing? Are you just a fan of the show and want to show us how good you are at putting words together? Then you can tweet at us at whamjuicepod or write us an email at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.